I'm going to tell you guys straight up. I'm about to be on an emotional roller coaster. So I want y'all to understand that from the beginning. I've had a chance to attend quite a few of these ceremonies. And after the ceremony, they take pictures, they shake hands, and, you know, they enjoy that moment. But I never thought that I was going to be here. This wasn't one of those things before I got into radio or even as a child. You know, you wanted to be successful and you wanted to take care of your family. But I never thought about a star in Hollywood. There were times when me and my friend Frankie, we used to come to Hollywood and I would look at the stars. We would come to Hollywood and walk around, but at that moment, we would have to walk home from Hollywood all the way to West Los Angeles because we didn't have enough money to catch the bus to get home. I'm from this turf. I'm from Los Angeles. And to have a day like this is unbelievable to be here with my family my friends the chamber these people that make you right here our listeners thank you guys rick called me at the house and said you know what i want to try something crazy with you would you like to try radio so he said, we'll give you, you know, $35 an hour at the time. I'm broke. I'm bodyguarding with the far side. So he said, four hours. I'm thinking, okay, I could do the math. I'll do that. I did the first night. Second night, he came and asked me again, you know, would you like to try the second night? I did the second night. And after two shows, he gave me the night show at Power 106. And I remember my first day going in there. He said, I want you to say your name. That's why I say, big boy. He said, say your name. And remember, the station is called Power 106. I went in there. I said, big boy, Power 107. I was nervous, Rick. I apologize. Believe that. And to the people that standing behind me, I don't know if y'all can hear me. And we couldn't really open this up to the public. But to every person that listens to Big Boy's Neighborhood, I thank you guys. I thank you if you listen to me for one minute. I thank you if you listen to me for 10, 25 years. We did this together, and this is for us. And to our neighbors, I thank you for being a part of Big Boy's Neighborhood. God bless you guys. Thank you. Shout out Big Boy, man. Shout out. I met the nigga, the nigga cool as fuck. He gave some game on this thing of mine podcast. So, of course, you know we're going to go ahead and shout him out. I like Big Boy. I like Big Boy. I always like Big Boy. I, I didn't recognize him at first, you know, when he made the change. because he's, But he's still a big dude, though. I don't think the big... Look look how tall he is. You know what I mean? He ain't tall. He ain't really that tall. He ain't really that tall. He ain't see the picture next, uh, next nah, to him? I no, mean, I mean, how big is Dre? I thought Dre was... Or was he just in a group full of little niggas? I need to know now. Yeah, Big Boy ain't that much taller than me. All right. Huh? I love you, Big Boy. You said what? <laughs> love you. I don't know how tall is Dre, because, you know, I don't know, maybe it was just a movie. You know, in the movie, it made Dre look like he was a giant, you know, so it could just be the situation. Maybe he's standing on top of the box. Big boy 6'2". Oh, he's 6'2". That's tall? That's yeah, tall. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm taller than I think. Yeah, look at you. You didn't grow boy. <laughs> look at you. Yeah, I said that happened to I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, I felt it. I felt that she had got taller than me. Not me. And I've been I've been the same forever though. But yeah, for real though, you know, Big Boy really put on for radio and shit. He 
he was hot when we was kids. You know, it's not a lot of shit that could run through hip hop without running through, you know, the, the great radio people. Big Boy, Sway, you know, everybody who put on for the West Coast, Chewy and them. So you got to give for it up sure. for them. You got to give it up for them. For sure, man. But uh, you're now entering this thing of mine podcast. It's with your host, the Astonishing Adonis, G-Baby. Zona Falana, the original East Oakland Dundada. Y'all already know that. <laughs> and we in this motherfucker, man. But shit, man, back on Big Boy and niggas that deserve their flowers and shit like that. I know who everybody need to get their flowers to, especially the women. Jaheen. Oh, you ain't said, yeah. They need to go ahead. They need y'all need to go ahead and give Jaheem his love. Shout out to my cousin Linda, cause don't nobody fuck with Jaheem no more than Linda. Okay. And it just proves my point, cause you see how Jaheem looking, but this is the reason why he looking the way he looking. The worst advice he could have ever given anyone. That's not true. This nigga was fucking up. Because you remember he had to get back tight. He wasn't really putting that bitch back. He starving dogs and shit. He's starving his goddamn self. Bringing up old shit. (laughs) (laughs) And nigga, like, that dog already died. Y'all bringing up old shit, nigga. The worst advice ever. Don't put no woman first because you're going to be out here looking crazy. Now, I want to know what bitch put him first, him and his motherfucking dog, so they won't starve. A lot of motherfucking bitches did that. Nigga. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. See, that's that one. That's that one know. single. I don't that's know. The, that's the, that's the and one that was single. the that was the worst advice. That was the worst but worst you know, advice he could have. But you know, Jaheim was. Don't player. hate on him because he fabulous. But Shit, not now. Nah, but you know, my nigga was player. You remember before that? That nigga hit that hit him with that. Hell no, the little nigga ain't mine. Yeah. Don't yes. you think a motherfucker bond? <laughs> Look just like Junior Wine. That nigga, you know what I mean? Like. Jaheem is a player for real. He said all of that player shit. He was like, I forgot to be that bitch lover though. I forgot. And then he decided to be her lover and she didn't put him first and now he out here. Nah, because on the same album. Looking like, he, ah, damn. On the same album, he fucked up and he had to get back tight. He had to get back tight. He had to go stand outside in the rain all night for it. That nigga be fucking up. And he didn't fucked up now. You know that them boys in blue care more about them dogs than black people. Remember what they did to Michael Vick for that shit? They, they still ain't locking niggas up for getting killed by the police and random white folks and shit. Oh, he forgot to feed them puppies. But I heard something. <laughs> 
just wanna go get one more bag with my nigga. Wanna be rich forever for my dog. That's the first thing I heard. But anyway, so you know, right now it's like everyone needs some type of validation. Everyone needs some kind of someone to tell them that they're doing okay. And that's why. You got a second? You remember how, when we were younger, we used to um, run around and hang out with Blue and find clues and talk to Mr. Salt and freak out about the mail and do all the fun stuff. And then one day I was like, oh, hey, guess what? Big news. I'm leaving. And we didn't see each other for like a really long time. Can we just talk about that? Great. Because I, I realized that, that that was kind of abrupt. Um, I just kind of got up and went to college. I guess I just wanted to say that after all these years, I never forgot you, ever. And I'm super glad we're still friends. Thanks for listening. You look great, by the way. Whatever it is you're doing, it's working. I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. I thought it was cute. Even though Steve, I know Steve, I know Steve, but Steve was not, we a little bit older. So, we was at school right, right, when, Steve, right. when Steve was on. But we had younger brothers and sisters. Right. And you knew the blues clues. And you knew the little songs yeah, and shit. Yeah, you but know. when you stayed home and played sick and shit. You know what I mean? I used to be really sick. But some of y'all niggas, y'all just wanted that chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side. See, because I, I, I didn't play sick when I was coming up. Because my aunt told me if I was sick, that meant I'm in the house all day. Yeah, so I was so, sick. When I was sick, I was yeah, sick. Yeah, so when I was sick, I was real life yeah, sick. Yeah, I wasn't playing. Yeah. And that's just what that is. But I felt like... For our 25th anniversary, it was nice because they started filming Blue's Clues in 1995, but it officially came out in, in 1996. It's the 25th anniversary and it's still on. You know what I mean? That's longevity. It's kind of like going towards that whole Sesame Street type shit, you know? Right. And, and motherfuckers didn't. I remember when the, when the kids, the younger ones, was like... Steve went to college. They was heard about that shit. They wasn't feeling uh, the, the brother. Right. They wasn't feeling him at first. They got used to him. They did, but they wasn't feeling him. They wanted Steve back, you know what I mean, to be with Blue. And so, you know, nigga, explain yourself. And it just goes to show that, you know, sometimes we do need closure. While we bullshitting, AJ and Free need to get on this motherfucker and explain their motherfucking self on how they left. Because see, Blue, he did that for his, for, for his people. I didn't like Big Tigger and Jaleesa. Terrence J and Roxy, Bow Wow and whoever the fuck he had. I wanted the original AJ and Free. That's who I came home to and watched at 6 o'clock. They need to get their ass on there apologizing for abandoning us. Just like how Steve did. I agree. I motherfucking agree. All of y'all. Mm -hmm. You, Isita. Yep. Okay. Rap City, Big Tig, because they yeah. used to have freestyles on that motherfucker. Exactly. That, I used to that was fire. That was fire. That were that we looked forward to, just as much as we looked forward to the top five countdown or or uh, one hundred six and Park. You know what I mean? Right. It was it was a lot of things. Even hits from the street. Hits. Where is hits? That nigga did punk and just turned out. We ain't seen that nigga no since. Ain't no more hit. Ain't been a hit since. Yeah, I think y'all got some explaining to do, especially you, AJ and Free, because AJ, we loved you. I mean, I know I seen you on E News and stuff like that, but we loved you and your braid dread thing that we was trying to figure out. You mm -hmm, know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Free, 
We, when you went into your rap career, we was, we we, was we, cool. We Napstered your songs. Right. We did. We not even go live because yeah. that's how we was doing it. We right. was doing it back you then. You did the remix on the Fighting Temptations. It, you did the uh, Wait Till I See My Dick remix. We was with you. And and she was on that uh, that Touch It, that Busta Rhymes. Yeah, right, 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 that, right, right. That right. remix, that shit was a fire. We was, we was with you. We, we would have accepted it free if you would have stopped because you was rapping. But you didn't even, you, you didn't, didn't even continue. You was and you was giving us bar. He got up on me, and that's what he told me. You, we was we was with that shit. You, your fro, and everything. We still love y'all. This is no shade, but I do think y'all need to holler at a player. Do a little special for us. Let us come. We never even got the opportunity to ask our parents for tickets to One Hundred Six and Park. Y'all just was gone. That is true. That is true. Was gone. We wasn't from New York. You didn't even think about your California audience. Not not even. Every day, every day. I used to. My partner couldn't even watch TV during the week. I used to sneak him home at lunchtime so he could watch y'all. Mm. Dedicated. Mm-hmm. Where y'all at when I needed you the most? <laughs> so, seeing that boy Diddy? Diddy, Diddy, Diddy. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> see, see, I was looking at Diddy, but I was more so looking at Joey. Because you have to applaud that. She fucked up. She's fucking upward. Not fucked up in a bad way, but she's fucking up. She's fucking up. If that's the way that you gotta do it, then that's the way that you know that you gotta do it. She went from fucking with Bow Wow, had Bow Wow's baby. That's what's up. Moved on up the future, have Future's baby. That's what's up. Made that situation all kinds of weird. Mixed the whole Sierra thing together. You know what I mean? We talked about that for a minute. She got a couple of APs, a couple of Rolexes, few trips and shit. You know what I mean? Good child support. She's getting good, great child support. You know what I mean? Not that she needed, because I hear that she got her own couple of dollars too. But she is getting it. Now, you to upgrade it to Diddy. But the thing with Diddy is, is that I feel like Diddy treat his bitches like he treat his artists. You're only gonna be on top for so long. Diddy gonna get you there, but he ain't gonna keep you there. So you need to step somewhere else. Stevie Wonder's still available. He got that long paper. That's all I gotta say. And he ain't even gotta see you all the time. Yeah, I know you're looking at Joy. Shout out to her. But I'm looking at Puff Sugar Daddy. Oh, uh, he has, he has. We he was just, he go. was, he was just with Carisha. We, he was just fucking with Miami. Hey, that's why her caption was like something, something. I need a bad boy. She was talking about Puff. Yeah, yeah. Puff, Puff, get around too. I ain't mad at, I ain't mad at him. If it still work, work that motherfucker. Cause I mean, Kim gone. You know what I'm saying? And when the love of your life had left, you know. But nigga, you want? We gonna leave that there. R.I.P. to Kim Porter. Beautiful. We just gonna leave that there. I love Kim. He was fucking with Carisha Brownlee, and now he fuck with Joy. She go crazy to me. I do gotta applaud her. She got that Bow Wow money. She got growing up hip hop money. She got whatever Future say money. And then you know, Diddy better watch out because then she finna take that, take that. She got a bad boy. We gonna see. We gonna see how that pan out for. Her. I'm gonna watch that scene. You know. You think um, Diddy did Cassie's cameras? Yeah. He definitely did Cassie Scouts. Because we skip over that because Kim passed away. You know, the fact that he was not Kim Porter's man. He was Cassie's man. And I felt like, fuck yeah, he did her scouts. He gave her a little mini career. You know what I mean? We was fucking with that shit. Then he was like, nah, we ain't gonna do that. So he wiped her up. Career stalled. The only thing that she was to us famous was Pretty and Diddy's Chicken. No, she was more famous for the shaved head haircut. That had the world on a frenzy. She did do that. But other than that, she ain't made nothing since... What was that? Was Official had, Girl with Lil Wayne in 07? 
I was 19. That was a long time ago. So then he wiped her up. And then when Kim died, he acted like he was with Kim. Now, I'm not saying that you don't be hurt. Y'all share children. Y'all shared a life at some point in time together. Y'all went back and forth. That was your chick for a long time. You know what I mean? But you act like this girl wasn't laying in the bed next to you. That's a foul. She moved on to Alex Fine. And the fact that that nigga named Alex Fine was just perfect. You know what I mean? And then he's handsome. So it was like, shit. You know, bitches was like, Alex Fine ass. You know? You know, I feel like she upgraded in love. She did. She upgraded. I ain't gonna... Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Shout out, shout out to Diddy and uh, Joy, though. Damn, that was ironic, wasn't it? The irony, the fucking irony. So you heard about the new verses that they coming out with? Yes, 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 yes. I have heard about the new verses. I think it's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a good one. It's Jaru and that joke. Yes, because all right, I'm a Jaru fan. I was there. You know what I mean? For all of the shit, I fucked. With Ja. Fat Joe got the longevity. You know what I mean? And I know that they gonna be bringing some New York shit too. That we ain't really even know nothing about like that. So I think that it'll be interesting. But I'm kind of like the meme said though. If Ja Rule hop out a helicopter with Bobby Brown. And Bobby say all we need is a stage. Then he won. Period. Period. That's all it takes. Unless Fat Joe bring Trey songs in. That was a slept on little hit that I fucked with. Fat Joe and Trey Songs. Which one? That, uh... song's favorite song but that was my shit we already know that was summer in miami summer with miami was trey song's favorite song he ain't saying no song with more passion than that shit. he did it on he ain't gotta leave but he gotta go right now he sung the fuck out of that he one. did he did but he that nigga was in miami in the studio when he was singing that shit and the bottle in the air he was in the club in the studio that <laughs> <laughs> was really <laughs> but, so you said if ja rule had bobby brown jump out Y'all go bring the hits. You know but you I mean? know, Fat Joe, if Fat Joe make DJ Khaled stand in the rain, 
and have an umbrella over him like he gonna uh, bring the longevity. He did big pun. Then Fat Joe gonna be nice, but see, I liked it, Fat Joe and that Jay Holiday joint. Baby, you can keep the secret. <laughs> Joe got them sneaky ones. He really do. He got the big ones, but he got them sneaky ones. He really do. That nigga come through and just fuck up everybody's whole little shit. Like he said, when it come to best rappers, he the elephant in the room. Don't nobody really say that, but he got hits. Mm -hmm. Joey cracked the dime. I fucks with Joey, and I fuck with J-Lo. And when Joey and J-Lo get together, sometimes that shit be magic. You know, that's how it be when old friends get together, though. love song between friends nothing sexual you know what i'm saying just about growing up together you know what i mean being kids when pun died and shit when you was on the war nigga we made it 
and you don't know how much you mean to me. It's my nigga, you know? What are the odds of that? The niggas made it. That's true. That's true. I mean, Fat Fat Joe got some shit. But see, I think it's smart for them to do the verses. Because when they do the verses, they back catalog sale. And a lot of people forget that Ja Rule was a nigga at one point. A lot of people try to play Ja. Hey, I don't know why. Because it was a whole... That nigga couldn't do no wrong. I, I'm not even a really a big fan of certain songs. But at the time period, it was like... But Ja made it, though. It was kind of like he had the Jermaine Dupree effect. Like, if, you know, if Jermaine likes it. Right. If Ja likes it, then it's hot. He was giving heat to the niggas. He was giving the sexy to the ladies. He was giving niggas something to say to the chicks that wasn't so soft. Right. You know what I mean? It was a whole little era, and niggas was jumping off the porch. You got to love Ja. Niggas right. Niggas like the little half-braid shit. He was short. He had a raspy voice. Some people said he was funny looking, but he had a little appeal to him. The bitches liked him and he knew what to say. He wasn't a lyrical miracle ass nigga. Nah. But he had a little flow that was nice. A lot of motherfuckers don't try to act like Ja Rule didn't have the game in a chokehold at one point. I remember watching an old video and it was Trick Daddy and, and Slip and Slide niggas in basketball versus some niggas in New York. And immediately after the game, everybody ran to Ja Rule. I seen interviews with Method Man saying he wanted to sign a Def Jam because of Ja Rule. There's a lot of people that wanted to be around that energy. They said that at one point Murder Inc. was making 219 million a year. They had a, they had a, they had the shit on lock. Niggas wanted to go up and be on Murder Inc. Yep, I did at one point. It's murder. Damn straight. It, it was it was everything. It was it was just perfect. It was a perfect little situation. And Ja Rule them had. The summer in my neighborhood. I don't know anybody else's neighborhood. But I'm from 700. And when this shit hit, this shit had the whole motherfucking summer on straight lock. Baltimore came through on that motherfucker. Gotta give it up for Charlie because she didn't let her shit die. She was like, okay, I'm about to move on. Move it right along. But one thing with me though, I felt like Ja did have bars. I felt like Ja calmed his bars down for, for success purpose. Okay. I mean, yeah, he did. He, he was fitting. He, he was fitting. He, he come on some. Holla, holla. You know what I'm saying? Holla, he was holla. Fitting. That Vinny 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 Vinny. Vinny. Um, he was He was fitting. 
But yeah, I feel what you're saying. I, now that you think about it, yeah, he did change his style up once he went to the three three six album with Christina Milian yeah. and did that uh, between me and you song. Right. He was trying because even on Holla Holla, you know what I mean. He was on the beach and shit, and it was you know, but it was still kind of more raw. You know, right. he was like you know Holla, he was hollering at you. But uh, then you know, but sometimes you just got to do it for the ladies. He had to get on his LL. John went motherfucking crazy on that feature. You know he had wrote that whole the whole song. Oh yeah. Yeah, he had wrote that whole song and shit. That was one of his like tested moments into the industry and shit. You feel what I'm saying? So that's what's up. Yeah, he got John. John got some hits, man. It ain't it ain't gonna be that damn easy for Fat Joe. Fat Joe got the longevity. We gonna give him that. Yeah. But it ain't like. Ja ain't got hits. He, his oh, yeah, because ja, ja got hell. I went to the Ja Rule concert, nigga, and he, that nigga could even hardly sing his songs for the crowd singing for him. You know. You know Ja was there. Even when Ja made a comeback in 04. He came back. He came back. He went crazy on this shit, too. Where the mother my nigga buck 3,000 on the board. Holla back. Y'all had a comeback in 04. Why you? Better yet, why? You know what I mean? Why me? You know what the fuck that nigga said? Right. You know what that nigga said? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said that shit when he said it. So, uh, yeah, it's gonna, it's not going to be a um, such an easy thing to do. I'm interested in seeing what, what plays out with that one. 
It's not going to be as big as the last verses, but at the same time, we didn't expect the last verses to go crazy. Right. Like it might go. It might so, be big, though, because so, if they do it in New York, they do it at the Madison Square Garden, they can do it because Jock going to bring some people out because he's going to bring some hits out. Now, you've seen what, how they acted when Jada Kiss put that... Uh, right. That New York on, right? They went crazy for that Ja Rule song. You know that's that 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 shit went. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even from New York, right? And that went crazy. And it went crazy. I was, I it was the shit. So, when we was talking about the Ja Rule and Fat Joe verses, I was scrolling through Twitter, and I seen an interview that Angie Martinez had on her show with Timbaland the Swiss. Mm-hmm. And the, all the battles will continue. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, Kanye, Kanye was was willing to do the verses. You know what I'm saying? But Who I mean, he was going, he wanted to battle Drake. Oh, he did. Yeah, he wanted to battle Drake, but I don't, you know, I think they, they communications started getting in the zone. You know what I'm saying? But I just let, I left that up to them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I told Tim as well. I was like, yo, they 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 have to bring that to the table. You know, like they they would have to agree to do that. You know, Kanye was ready, but um. I don't know where that's at now. You know, I still leave it on them. The fact that that could happen, my God. (laughs) My God. So, Kanye wanted that smoke with Drake. Drake really don't want the smoke with Kanye. Drake really don't. I would have to probably agree. I have grown a more appreciation to Drake's music, but taken away from my previous feelings or whatever that shit is. You're um, just talking about artistry. Artistry? No. Yeah, Kanye got the producing. He got the rapping. Kanye gonna pull. Drake don't really want that one. Yeah. But I would love to see it for performance-wise, to see them perform their hits and for the awkwardness of them being around each other. Because, you know, Kanye gonna try to put on a fucking show if him and Drake is in the same goddamn building. He gonna put on the show. And Drake, he's a Kanye protege, so to speak. So... He gonna put on the show too. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Everyone's talking about this versus shit. Versus is hot. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 it's hot. It's, it's, we had the idea it, though years ago. It did. It, we did. We did. We used to always fuck with that kind of shit when we was kids. We should have brought it out. But it's like, it's like a musical person's dream. Right. You know. Because in basketball, you don't get a one on one. Who the best players? You get teams, and maybe if they play each other, you know what I'm saying. And you go an age difference. You know, like, you can't get Mike versus LeBron because Mike too old. But when it come down to music, nigga, you can compare those two at that time. So, I love the verses because of the people that people don't really know. See, they was talking on Twitter. They were saying that they had wanted DJ Khaled to go against DJ Clue. Now, so, that was a joke, right? No, no, no. They was, it was some people that were saying that Clue don't stand a chance. So they was so they was born in two thousand and what? <laughs> right, because don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. I ain't saying Khaled don't make hits. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. We're not gonna sit here and say Khaled don't make hits. But I think niggas got uh, Clue fucked up. Do you niggas listen to music or do you just skim through it? Because obviously you do. You little niggas don't even know hits for real. You don't even know Darrow and them. You niggas don't know rap for real. If you feel like Khaled can be Clue. Hit on top of hit. 
couldn't touch shit that niggas don't even know nothing about. He kind of like D-Nice. He like a baby D-Nice. I don't really know what they what they talking about when they talk about this nigga DJ Clue going against Khaled. I mean, no disrespect to Khaled whatsoever. But let's just talk about Clue. Because we got to give it to DJ Cause, Clue. Because niggas don't even talk about Clue. We're going to have to do a segment on the DJs. We're going to have to. Clue, Screw, you know, Khaled, you can be in it too. You know, that was a little rhyme. I didn't even, I wasn't even trying to do I'll that. Maybe yeah, shit. I'll maybe, see you. You know what I mean? They should let me get on the track or something like that. Let, let me and the Adonis spit something real quick. We used to be... Fly back in the day, y'all went there. Some of y'all yeah, 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 What What Khaled gonna do? When they come through with this. What Khaled gonna do? With the hard night life soundtrack. We're taking y'all back. I'm focused, man. Tell Stout to holla at me, man. Young Hover, you hurt? Track master, you hurt? Y'all. Yes, y'all, Jigga man be falling. Lead chicks pigeon toe, some of them be crawling. Get the best of you whenever I put my all in. Half my beats calling for the law, darling. Jigga ain't falling. Ass drop, coops with half the top, expose half my knot. Nigga mad when I brag about the cash I got. But I'm used to not having a lot. I'm from the gutter and up. Uh, I ain't the type to ever chase your box. I'm the type to interior decorate the watch. I'm the type to sling heavyweight on the block and every state like clock. Work jiggas to hurt. Where to stop this shit at? Carolina Blue Kicks. How this nigga? Where, did, the where like, 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 where can you where, take me there? Where can take, you? Where do you? Where do you? Where do you stop the song at? Z? Where do you stop the song at? At the end. You can't. Carolina blue kicks, hottest nigga on the block. Used to Willie bicycle since I was six. Uh, high school, the crossover, wait the way kicks. Music is the same shit, gave away hits. So my get it together or forget it forever. When I go at you hard, I can get it through leather. You act like Jigger can't get it, whoever. Talking, you got a man. Okay, my aunt. That's high school making me chase you around for months. Having an affair, act like an adult for once. Plus, my hand is up your skirt. Goddamn, you flirt. What's a little meal top gonna hurt? Maybe a little, but. Pain is pleasure and pressure bust pipes And you look like the, I like your rough type We can crush the night, tell me what you like I got a yellow bottle on a bucket of ice Get right Young Hover Young Hover What they gonna do when, when Clue bring that up? I, I don't think they gonna do nothing What niggas don't know Is that Clue brought you some of your favorite fucking rappers Yeah, they don't know They don't know They don't know how Clue, how Clue came Joe Button was under DJ Clue Yep DJ Envy them that was all they little click. That was just the whole list right there. See, I was just giving y'all a sample, but who who he brought y'all though? Push the 740 LI through, eyes low, 
from the L.I.Q. If you was hot, you'd be going through this hell I do. If Elliot's this, then any female I screw. One one it was fabulous, you knew as well I do. I'd be fed in the country, wanna nail my crew. Before I hit the pins, I'm getting bailed by crew. We back downtown, flagging chicks at L.I.U. Cause money ain't a thing no more. I used to sling the roar. Now I'm booked to spring the tour in Singapore. Might catch me getting head from a bilingual horn. You've never seen so many diamonds in a ring before. I'm a boasting fly, bro. Soon I lay up on the coast in Cairo. Roasting hydro. Type of cat you would say supposed to lie low. And be two shades with the toast in a tie hole. Be the niggas when they get nippy throwing minks on. Cubans to the belly still throwing links on. Y'all the cats, police be throwing clinks on. And be loving the bitches, we be throwing drinks on. That was Young Fab. Who can put Ghostface Killer and Missy Elliott together? Not too many motherfuckers. He brought you so many nice Jay-Z hits. Like... Hove and Mariah. Mm-hmm. That right there, Heartbreaker is, is worth something, though. It is. And he didn't even always have to have an intro. They don't know nothing about Clue, not for real, for real. Yeah, no, no, they sleeping on Clue. Khaled got the, he got popular new hits and shit or whatever, but Clue, you know, Clue is like Raphael Sadiq, you know what I mean? He everywhere and he and everything, and he and shit that you don't know nothing about. He's he's a producer, he's a DJ, he discovers motherfuckers, he put people on, they have long careers and all type of shit, you know what I mean? Khaled is new booty compared to what the fuck Clue is doing. So that sounds cute, but it just don't line up, you know what I mean? It's just like... We don't believe you. You need more people. I ain't never heard this hot boy song. Damn, I got platinum on both of my wrist and my pinky. I'm an album and platinum too. Man, you know I'm a Because my nigga be like, I'm paying for this shit and I'm getting on the check. Yeah, period. So so cut a little piece off. Because, I mean, and hasn't he given you some of your most memorable funny shit? I mean, because Maddie Fresh and, and Birdman, they funny. Even though Maddie Fresh to me is the better rapper. Mm-hmm. But Birdman gave you greats like my baby mama, bitch played too many games. Said she, she was taking pills. Now she pregnant again. But, but it's, it's all gravy, baby. baby. My children gonna be straight, but I'm blind. Never crazy, crazy, baby. baby. Playboy, and you can believe that. that. How you love that? We was like, "Yep, what the fuck?" And then, but over the over time, it became it became you know a cult classic. So you got to give it up for Birdman. I feel him, nigga. I wanted to be a rapper. You motherfuckers ain't got no money. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't just want to be the owner, nigga. I wanted to be on the stage. I am clear on the fact that I ain't gonna make no hit, but I'm about to get on one. And he's also giving us great lines. Keisha from Miami hang with Lisa and Jamie. You know, he mm-hmm. handed you some shit. He did. That stock shit stink. Oh, yeah. Man. But uh, 
in blank stare news. I was reading on a twin boys that was found dead outside of the daycare. The parents left them. That's hella sad to From me. the News 19 WLTX. Poor babies. Let's go to the report, please. Tragic news out of the Blythewood area this evening. JR, the call came in around 5.30. This is at the Sunshine Learning Sunshine House, rather, Early Learning Academy. I'm going to step out of the way for you because it is still very much an active scene out here. This is the 10,000 block of Wilson Boulevard. Again, Richland County getting the call of two infants found dead inside of a car at around 5.30 this evening. Deputies arrived to find two infants inside a vehicle. Both were pronounced deceased at the scene by EMS. At this time, though, investigators are telling us it's unclear if there is any involvement between these deaths and this particular daycare. Again, this is the Sunshine House Early Learning Academy in the Blythewood area. RCSD says this is an ongoing investigation and further details will be released as they become available. We know that the coroner's office is on the way to assess the scene. They will update us with any further details, but as soon as we arrived, we could see multiple RCSD vehicles, both marked and unmarked here on scene. There is crime tape right outside of the Sunshine House Learning Academy. We have other citizens here on scene. It is not certain their relation to this case, but this whole entire property is full, so we are standing on the outskirts here. But again, JR, we expect to learn further details. Tonight we are waiting for an interview with the coroner's office to learn more. As soon as they arrive, we'll of course bring you those details. But for now, we're live in Blythewood. Alisa Niavis, News 19, WLTX. Nigga. They saying that the two little, the two twins was found dead inside of a car. There's no way in the fuck. They said for nine hours. Them babies was in that car for nine hours. Who had them? The parents. Both of the parents. Together. Just say the parents was just left. And that's some bullshit. There's no way in the fuck. I know that. What's crazy is I know that people go crazy when they see dogs in car in hot ass cars. But to leave two babies in the car in front of a fucking daycare, that shit is bananas. And, and the parents left them in front of daycare? What was that? They just got out of their car and cut? I need more details. Both of my babies? Twins. Man, you got me fucked up. In other blank stare news, it was a Japanese man that stared. It was more than 700 pieces of women's panties. I seen that shit. That shit was weird. That shit was weird to me and... Go to jail, weirdo. Yeah, they said a man has been arrested for selling more than 700 pieces of women's panties out in Japan. According to the local TV, the police arrested him last week after they found his collection of stolen female panties in his apartment in his southern Japanese home. The police were able to catch him after a 20-year-old female college student spotted him stealing six pairs of her panties from a laundromat on August 24th. A week later, the police caught up with him at his apartment where they found his stash of 730 bra and panties. He didn't fight it. He fessed up to taking the pennies. There are no details of when the pennies were taken or how many laundromats he hit up to get it. Police said we haven't compensated such a large number of pennies in years. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker's a weirdo, blood. Right. How long you been doing that shit? I need answers. How many? How you getting these pennies? Straight up. And then you're going to steal them from the laundromat, so I hope they was clean. 
He probably don't want them clean. And that's some nasty shit. That shit is weird. That shit is crazy. That's <laughs> out of fucking control, really. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you like, nigga, I'm about to steal some panties. That's why you don't got no girlfriend and give you no panties. All right, now. In other blank stare news, someone wrote in. They said they are anonymous. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see this shit. They said, I'm a 19 year old stud dating a 46 year old divorced woman. She has three kids one boy, 23, and two girls, 20 and 25. The problem is, these kids don't respect me as their father, especially the youngest one who is 20. I really love my kids, but how do I make them respect me? They think I'm only after her money. But she's the only woman that I really connected with on the spiritual and emotional level. I moved out from my foster home last year, and I've been staying alone for a while. Now I'm thinking of moving in with her next month, but I'm scared of my stepkids. I've tried reading a lot of parenting books and still not getting any answers. How do I make these kids love me? Now, for anyone that don't know, a stud is a woman. Now... That's what she wrote in. <laughs> she said she's a 19-year-old stud. So, I just want y'all to know it wasn't me using that term. This is what this lady wrote in. Now, it's, what's crazy is that she's 19. <laughs> and all these women kids is older than her. She said they don't respect her as her father. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one that killed me. So, I'm fucking blessed. <laughs> And that's how they feel. They feel like, stop playing with me, my nigga. Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> Your little ass. Fuck all the other shit. Fuck the fact that you fucking with my mama. Fuck the fuck even fuck the fact that you want to be my daddy for whatever reason, okay? Nigga, you 12. If you don't sit your ass down somewhere, but I love my kids. I'm I've not your kid. I'm parenting books. <laughs> parenting books? Come on, man. Come on, man. If you just wanted to say some funny shit to me, just say Because <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Mm -mm. And for the last blank stare news of the day, French soccer player Juan Pierre Adams dies after 39 years in a coma. Let's go to the report, please. Let's go to it. That's interesting. Sad news. French footballer Jean-Pierre Adams at the age of 74 who was in a coma for 39 years, died. This was announced on September 6th in the French National Union of Professional Footballers. Adams fell into a coma in March 1982 due to a mistake by an anesthesiologist during knee surgery at a Lyon hospital. It is noted that on the day of Adams' operation in France there was a strike of doctors, many of them did not show up for work. The anesthesiologist who worked in the hospital that day performed eight operations simultaneously and confused the dose. At the same time, Adams was watched by an intern who could not correct the error and did not recognize the deterioration of the patient's condition. He was expected to wake up in a few hours. Adams played for the French teams Nimes, Nice and PSG. He twice became the silver medalist of the French championship. With the French national team, he played 22 matches between 1972 and 1976. Rest in peace, Adams. Rest in peace to him. Blank stared news. This man was in a coma for 39 years. That's a long time. He was 74. 
I wonder what it looked like. I wonder if he got up. Yeah. Yeah, he got up. Because it's like... If that was me, though, pull the plug on me. Pull it. Don't have me down for 39 years. That's long as hell. But what if they pull it and you still ain't down? You want them to put you down? Nah. I'm functionable. But if that's... Nah. If they telling me, like, oh, this nigga gonna come out and be... Re and be brain dead or something wrong? Nah, pull that. Get him. Get it. Get me up out of there. I don't want to live my life like that. Yeah. Rest in peace to John Pierre Adams. But uh, damn. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. That's an unfortunate situation. For sure. And very very different. All right, let's get about this motherfucker, man. All right, for sure. You're now leaving this thing of mine podcast. It's with your host, the Adonis G Baby, and directly in front of me. Zona Falana, the original East Oakland Dundada. And we out this motherfucker. Peace. Peace.